This is the Amstaff Podcast, a podcast about mental health around food, exercise, lifestyle, and mindset. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 15 of season 2, we're talking about my mental health routine. So guys, new episode, and this episode is about my mental health as is stated in the title, And it is a little bit strange maybe again to hear only me because of all the interviews that have been going on. I actually just interviewed Sara and that is the episode for next week where we are going to talk about bikini fitness and binge eating and how it helped her with some insights. I'm not going to give you too much of the story, but you'll see next week. And by saying that, I would like to attend you on that you can follow this podcast, that you can comment on it or share it. So it goes to the right people that need it. So that was that. And now the mental health part. Oh, no, forgot something. Before I start, I always like describe to you all what I'm doing while I'm recording this, where I am. I'm at the kitchen in the, at the moment and I am actually a little bit walking around because I just sat for two and a half hours. And basically, I will be going out in maybe like two hours or so, but it was been snowing and I was freezing. So recording this outside isn't really good because I believe I will maybe at some point be so distracted with recording this that I will <laughs> fall on the ground. So yeah, a little bit walking through the kitchen. Uh, it keeps me fresh. It keeps me alert. It's a thing that I personally do, but you know, it's my personal thingy. So guys... Let's jump to the mental health routine. That mental health routine that I'm just stating out here isn't something that I just made up for an episode or went on looking for information. It really is my eight years now and ongoing process, maybe till the day I die, on what my mental health needs on feeling healthy. And of course, there's a physical health part as well. But just for the sake of it, I'm just only taking that mental health part as an emphasis, as a you know banner of this episode. And the first thing that I want to state, and that is one of my part of my routines, is acknowledge that your mental health routine can change. There's always a certain base in your mental health routine that you need. But it can change throughout the years because of different situations or different interests. Uh, So acknowledge that. It's the same as people that lost weight on a certain diet. And 10 years later, they use it again. And then it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because you changed, your environment changed. uh, Maybe the work changed, you know. So keep that in mind. For me personally, if I look back at um, four, four or five years ago... Five years ago, I was working and I was making 70 hours or something like that. And what my mental health needed back then was actually isolation. So after being busy with all these people, then I just wanted to be alone and by myself, my own apartment, stuff like that. So nowadays, translating to today, especially in Corona time, when I'm done with work, I would like to talk, call a friend or do something social because that is something that my mental health acquires now to stay healthy. So I hope this example gives a little bit more insight and what I mean that it's so changeable throughout the years. 
But there is a certain baseline, like I just stated, and that is actually point two in this podcast. Have a baseline when it comes to your mental health. There are certain things that you need to stay healthy. That base is food, exercise, sleep, stress relief, social activities. So these are basically my base on which I build on to know that my mental health will be stable because every subject in this frame has x x amount of ways of handling uh, myself to keep my mental health stable and just let's start off with food for food i make sure that i have a few baselines that i follow that will make sure that my mental health is always on check around that and that is no restrictions and either choosing your food or the financial restrictions that come to it and that is actually mainly it and it sounds a little bit strange but I can translate it to that I would not like to have a certain diet a certain way of living for example veganism because for me it is food restriction if I think about a steak for example and I would like to eat it even if it's a little part I do not want the restriction of not having that and the funny thing is is because I do not have that restriction I eat very less meat maybe like once a week even less so having that freedom doesn't make me fixate about food the other thing is is the financial uh, freedom I would like to go into a store see uh, I let's say a tropical fruit and even it's four euros that I can buy it if I want it or if I want a fancy cake then I can buy it that freedom is very important for me and it's something that I really <laughs> actually one of the reasons I like like to work is because I want that food freedom I really want that going to the store and know that it's going to be okay if I buy that and when I come home that it's you know I'm not going to pay the bills so uh, not having problems of not paying the bills so that part of food is very important for me for my mental health so that is that part let's jump to point two for exercise i have a different uh you know approach i have for every base i have a certain guideline and for exercise it is that it should be doable every day and it should be non-invasive and doable every day i mean that i if i want to i can just go outside and do it without changing too much or and needing to have gear or something like that so for me it translates to walking or going outside in those public areas and playing foosball or basketball and just have a ball here in my room because i'm in my room now i'm not more in the kitchen <laughs> and uh just use that uh being that uh i can do it every day if i want to and not feeling that pressure that you maybe feel with fitness that hey if i do not fitness my body composition will change shit i need to go to the gym while i do not really want to so that is very important for me when it comes to exercise uh, i have other guidelines when it comes to sleeping and sleeping is something that i think i still can improve on because um i'm still a little bit finding out what works for me specifically because i'm a person that doesn't need seven or eight hours of sleep and when you look at what there 
are you know in recommendations for the general public it's always about seven and eight hours of sleep so i do not fit in that picture so my guideline in that is that i take a little bit of a nap uh, either 30 minutes or two hours uh, at the end of the afternoon and it helps me out a lot to stay productive focus efficient and it relieves my stress so that is my way to go around sleep when it comes to low stress um there's a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things for stress i basically have that i make sure that um things that i need to do that i do not postpone them too long otherwise they will linger in my mind and give me indirectly stress also i make sure that i move to release my stress because that is really a thing moving your body to relieve stress um, not per se in a coordinated way but just in a you know maybe even walking or just shaking things off um, work for me in that way furthermore um, talking uh, what is on my mind and of course you know it really depends on which person you have to talk to because not everybody has a person to talk to so maybe it's then more efficient to get a person uh, like a psychologist or a social worker but for me if I have something on my mind I can thank god discuss it with my friends and see you know where the fixed mindset is or the wrong way of thinking and what could be the good way of thinking so these are really one of the base layers but other things to relieve stress uh, i do not think you should look at very much externally but having animals or pets to care for is also very much um stress relieving in my personal opinion and being busy and creative either business wise or maybe learning a new song or painting something but these are really ways to make sure my stress stressors are being reduced and one of the biggest ways but also one of the most expensive ways is traveling and if i would say that a few years back it wouldn't be the case because then my stress would actually become higher because i would have certain expectations from the traveling as in if I'm in a different country my problems will be solved but it isn't the case so nowadays it works for me because I'm just curious for the architecture the art that is in a country and certain culture and habits so that really is my package for my mental health when it comes to stress there is one thing extra but that doesn't really have a correlation with stress and is something that I um, stated in uh, one of the stories that I had on my Instagram but I'm keeping that a little bit at the end for a cliffhanger so keep your ears sharp for that one because now I'm going to jump to social being social one of the guidelines I personally use for like being social and especially before corona started was to go out with friends or family for once a week and going out isn't per se a party but it could be it can also be going to musea going for um, like a dinner um, going on a little um, no don't do not know the word anymore in English but terras so sitting out uh, and just having some lunch for example uh, out and about or uh, going for a walk in nature something like that with people so that being part of social is one of the guidelines that I have 
for me to have a good mental health. Um, not disassociating from your environment when you are not in a healthy place. I personally believe that you can do it till so much, but you cannot ignore everybody or shut yourself from the world because it isn't any beneficial because then you're cutting off your knowledge and ways to help yourself. So that is my way. And even in Corona times, I still stay social by having a lot of contacts with friends, but also getting to know new people by my current work, uh, but also because of the podcast, because I'm interviewing different people and thereby learn new insights, uh, gain friends, gain new colleagues. And I'm very grateful for that. So that is a very big part of my mental health because um, more new people are more new lessons, either positive or negative. So that is a little bit of the frame that I work with for myself. So again, it is food, exercise, sleep, uh, less stress and social, you know, being social. And like I stated before, having the mindset that you know that what works for you uh, so many years uh, back doesn't really need to work for you now. Um, That is really the frame that I use for my mental health. And as you see out of those Words are certain guidelines that I use to keep myself healthy, physical and mentally. So there are other few things that I do as well. And I just will call this like the tips and tricks part of this podcast. Because like I stated a little while back is that I shared on my story that I put money aside for my mental health in a month. Just like you put money aside to buy that designer bag uh, maybe you know save up for a car i do that for mental health and either it's 20 euros or maybe 100 or maybe even 10 bucks i make sure that i have that and invest it every month either in a course or in a book or something else to make sure that i still gain knowledge on ways to improve my mental health and i think that is very valuable and very underrated because somehow and i stated that also in that story We pay 3,000 euros for a new designer bag, but do not want to pay 50 euros for a book that can help us out. I find that strange personally, but um, even as a person that has worked in fashion, I just do not think it is valuable enough if you look into comparison of your mental health. And last but not least is gaining free information on the internet is a thing and you should definitely grab that with both hands. There are a lot of coaches on Instagram just for fun. Watch all these ads and see how many people are trying to sell you stuff about mindset, uh, business, uh, weight loss, weight gain, stuff like that. You can sign in for a free like a newsletter and or 10 tips and they will give you that and I highly recommend you to do that use maybe an email that you do not use so that uh, you do not get all the spam in but try that out and uh, there will always be something there that is valuable for your mental health so that is that and this is basically my um, daily thing that I do to make sure that my mental health is okay based upon that base that I just told you so that this podcast i'm ending the podcast i'm very thankful you stick to the end i hope this works for you as well and a little note or heads up like i stated in the beginning uh, your needs can change so this is for me at the moment the most uh 
structured well nourishing base for my mental health but maybe in 10 years it's totally different so keep that in mind Uh, don't be fixed on one way and yeah that's basically this podcast i hope you enjoyed and stick around for next week for the bikini fitness episode with sarah because that one is also very cool to like hear another perspective on that Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.